0: If it were only that easy, wouldn't it be nice if everything in life were just that? But you know, it's not always so easy. And sometimes the most challenging things that we wrestle with are also the ones that long term have the greatest impact and blessing for our lives. First I have to tell you a story though of this young adult who lost a significant relative in their life and um, it came just as they were entering adulthood and they were so so sad the the person who had passed away just had loved them and cared for them and they had so many memories. And then after the person passed away, they were so surprised to find out that they had been named in their will. Not even a child of this person. And yet, they were treated as such. The amount of the money didn't even really matter so much. But the, that feeling of belonging and love and acceptance and being lifted up to the status of child, even when they weren't, was priceless to them. It was something that they didn't even know about. They had no way of thanking their loved one, except to the heaven above. The second story I heard from, a person who cared for their parents, only child that he was, did everything. Took care of, of the house and all of their bills, all the physical things, decisions. They didn't have to worry about a thing. And yet, when they both pass away, the son find, finds out that he wasn't named at all in their estate. They gave everything they had away to relatives that had not even been around for years. And it left such a huge, huge, hurtful mark within this man that it's still hard to move on from hopefully that hasn't been your experience if it has that's that's work that you still have to do in order to find a place of healing and peace because in our humanness we're we're not ready for that we're not we're not able to prepare ourselves for that more so than any amount of money. It feels like such an attack. It feels like we are not loved, not important, that we don't matter, that we have no worth. And that stings, that stings to the very core of our heart. Now the third situation is maybe you've cared for people in your life and at the end, all the little that they had went toward pain for their expenses. But you look back and you realize that they gifted you with so many blessings all throughout their life. And you receive them as the gifts that they are. Now, believe it or not, there's a fourth scenario too. And that's the one that we hear about in today's gospel. Luke tells us that this lawyer comes to Jesus in order to test him. So right from the very beginning, we hear of his intention. Now at that time, life after death wasn't this widespread belief in all of Jewish circles. And so there were a lot of questions, there were a lot of um, discussions about whether or not it existed, what form it took, hence, this man's question to Jesus. And Jesus, of course, and so beautifully and articulately refers back to the scriptures. And the man is able to say it, the, the Shema, these words from the Deuteronomy passage that we heard in our first lesson about loving the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind with every part of who we are and then also the the one commandment that jesus lifts up to to love our neighbor as ourselves. jesus doesn't challenge the question that he asked he just goes on and tells another story he tells a story about the parable of the good samaritan Now, here's the thing that is so challenging about that story. It is hard for any of us to think about what we would do if we were in that situation. If we were busy and on our way somewhere, would we stop? Would we even take the time to notice or respond? Would we even know what to do? And then, furthermore, in the story, the priest, he's not able to come into contact with any blood it would defile him make him unclean it would prevent him from doing the holy work that he was on his way to do what is he to do would we stop had the man been coughing and we could fear what we might get what we could pass on it's hard to know how we would respond in that situation and then comes third man but now as we hear that word samaritan we we hear it in a positive light pastor john talked a couple weeks ago about how the samaritans and the jewish people were actually related long long ago and yet over the years the samaritans were the ones that started to marry outside of the faith and so be, be like began this brutal ugly bitter fight between the two who were once connected and related and shared familial roots together now they had nothing to do with one another and so it's something that the samaritan is the one who becomes the hero at the end of this story. Notice also that Jesus doesn't grill the lawyer, doesn't humiliate him for the question that he asks, like a Hollywood movie. Jesus asks questions to cause him to stop and to reflect a little more on his answers. And then Jesus so skillfully comes back around to the original question, not with a long, harsh, impossible list of things that this man has to complete in order to receive eternal life, but Jesus instead responds with this open invitation to do what is in fact possible. especially when we recognize that the life that God has given to us through Jesus, when we recognize all of the varied meanings of that word, all of the many layers that life encompasses here and now, yet to come, and in each and every moment. As I look back at the times in my life When I was at my lowest, when I was all beaten up, when I was dying inside, those are also the moments that I never would have been able to come to experience life on my own. But it always came through the travelers on the road around me. So many, in fact throughout the years. So many travelers who would notice and who would take time to stop and to ask what I needed, to offer help and to be there for however long I needed and to help walk with me to that place of life again especially when I didn't even know how or where to find it. I always helped lead the way. And life is always about connection. It's always about belonging and community. It fills us with this peace for our spirits and this calm, confident purpose and identity in who we are. So what is it that you must do? Be open to receiving the gift of life that is our inheritance. Not because we do anything to deserve it, to earn it, to secure it but simply because it is a gift given to us by our God through Jesus Christ. And when you recognize the pure gift that it is, then the only response needed is thanks be to God. One last thing though, at the end of the day, we are all still human. We make so many mistakes. We fail to see so many things around us. We act out of fear instead of clinging to the faith that we hold. And maybe the work that we need to do might sometimes be more about focusing on who our neighbor is and how we see them than the person that's been left behind. Maybe sometimes the work that we need to do is to recognize that the neighbor that Jesus speaks of is not just the person in close proximity to where we live. It's not just the person with who we are like with who we share common a common bond our neighbor is anyone especially our humanness and it's real and sometimes we don't know exactly what to do about that. And so for all of those times when it doesn't seem fair, when things didn't turn out the way that we thought they should have, and it just leaves us feeling angry and bitter and dead inside. And maybe in those moments, the words that come from our lips can be, Lord, have mercy on us and show us what that looks like so that we are better able to share it with the people that we meet along life's way. Amen. Amen.